Listen, all you New Yorkers. This is the 77 WABC minicast. What is today is Ty McCoy, the former assistant secretary in the Navy, a West Pointer, loves America. Ty, uh, well, good morning. Sunday morning. Um, what the heck is going on? There's so many problems uh, in the world. This, this, this intelligence thing that happened between the White House and the congressman. Uh, and uh, what do you make out of it? I mean, is there really a threat or is there uh, what's going on in that one? Well, I think in a way it's part of the overall effort by the Russians to put pressure uh, on the United States to uh, negotiate, uh, put pressure on us to negotiate and push the Ukrainians to negotiate a truce. So that there has always been a threat, a nuclear threat, a threat of uh, placing nuclear weapons in space or nuclear-powered weapons. And I think the intelligence that has been discussed and may come out today is talking about the Russians may have plans. Uh, they may have leaked those plans on purpose to us as a way of putting pressure on us to engage with them more and be more uh, in communications with them, including uh, bigger communications on such things as uh, getting a truce in the Ukraine. So I think uh, the rumors of uh, nuclear, uh, there are also rumors of the Russians maybe giving some nuclear assembly components to the Iranians. Uh, The Iranians have talked about receiving uh, six uh, sets of uh, components that would allow them to make the bomb. Uh, I think also uh, Putin recently increased the age of conscription or the draft for Russian uh, people from uh, to age 65 or enlisted, if you can believe that, in 70 for officers, uh, and they have put new laws on the books. They're negotiating and talking up big deals with the North Koreans for ammo and the Russians or in the, and the Chinese, uh, the stalled aid in the United States. So I think the Russians are seeing an opportunity to throw out a number of things that show they can continue to march and they can continue to cause us uh, big problems uh, unless we uh, start to... Uh, fall back from our determination with NATO to retake all the Ukrainian territory, including the Crimea. So I think NATO right now and the U.S. are a little bit on the back foot by virtue of these levers that the Russians are throwing out on a steady basis, these these uh, uh, points and, and points of pressure. So I think that's what this uh, uh, recent announcement is about, and I think it's part of the overall situation uh, to uh, put Ukraine, NATO, and the USA in a position where we feel like we have to uh, negotiate, uh, including threats of a big, uh, you know, Russian counteroffensive uh, coming in the spring. Uh, so I think it's all part of the, as, as Winston Churchill said, in dealing with these matters, it's talk, talk, and war, war. And so I think it's part of uh, the the war. Uh, both disinformation, real information, real leverage points, some phony leverage points. And uh, so I think it's part of this uh, contest between the axis of evil, if you would, the axis of resistance against the democracies and the more rules-based order of of the Western countries, including NATO, Europe, Japan, South Korea, uh, even some of of the um, Southern Hemisphere. Uh, that have democracies and uh, but who are staying out of the fight 
right now and letting others, you know, such as us, carry the burden. Now, Congressman Green, did he get this from the intelligence uh, uh, community or, or, or did he get it from any special community? Because Congressman Green all of a sudden pressed the, uh, the panic button on Wednesday, says, I have to see the, the president. The president has to make a statement to the, to the American people. Well, to me, we knew the Russians are always helping the Iranians, et cetera, et cetera. But well, you're right. And a lot of these points that have uh, are coming at us to put pressure on us and try to make us back off from supporting Ukraine, I think that noticeably the timing of this uh, announcement by the congressman is uh, – very close to when the House of Representatives is supposed to take up a vote on the aid bill, the vote uh, on the aid bill for Ukraine and Israel, uh, without any uh, legislation included in it that would protect our southern border. So it's very interesting that this all of a sudden becomes such a um, dramatic uh, new thing, a new relevant information that comes out just about the time that the uh, NATO and the White House and and the Senate, which voted 70, uh, 70 votes for it, want this this aid aid package passed. And of course, the the House of Representatives does not want to pass uh, an aid package uh, for these other countries, protecting them without some legislation, including uh, for our border. So I think it's part of the pressure campaign uh, that's been orchestrated to get this bill through the House. Um, without uh, border protection for the United States. Understood. Uh, understood. It's just uh, uh, I, I know that, that Jake Sullivan from the White House, uh, from representing the president, uh, uh, I guess they were having their tits attack. Um, right. You, you, Ukraine. What the heck is going on? Nobody really knows. Uh, you know, is is uh, is Putin making those moves uh, because it's a political year? Would he rather be dealing with uh, with President Trump than dealing with uh, uh, President Biden? I think that he would. I think that uh, he feels Trump is more of a deal maker and is somebody who's able to do things more quickly and more effectively, uh, more, be more decisive, uh, and that he can work something out with him. Uh, he's seen Trump work out things in the Middle East, such as the Abraham Accords. Uh, he's seen uh, him work out things with NATO, including getting NATO to spend uh, uh, more money. So he feels like that uh, the he's in a position himself that if he had a, a counterparty, such as Trump, on the uh, other side, that they could find some common ground, uh, at least to get into a truce, uh, if not a freeze, if not a uh, armistice, uh, to allow the kinetic activity to stop, even though both sides would continue to uh, arm themselves for another go-around, uh, continue to spy on each other, continue to try and, and out-position the other one in diplomatic and foreign policy matters, but I think Putin would like to get to a, um, a cessation of the active kinetic activities to allow him to claim some victory and to uh, to really uh, have a chance to reboot for the next uh, 
next go around in, in several years, the same way he initially did. He invaded Georgia in 2008 and then Crimea in 2014. And now in 20, uh, he in, in 21, he invaded in, uh, in the Ukraine. So he's, uh, he's looking for, I think, a little bit of a respite and feels uh, that he's in a position to negotiate now uh, better than he was uh, by virtue of some of these things that we talked about before. So I think uh, he'll negotiate with whoever he's got to, but I think he would prefer somebody that um, can uh, frame a deal and and potentially work something out. Um, We have about a minute left, maybe a little less. Uh, Any upgrade? Uh, It seems like the White House and uh, Israel, Netanyahu in particular, are are really yelling at each other. They really have fighting with each other, even though it doesn't show up in the papers like that. Well, I think you're right. I think there's some real uh, uh, personality differences that are coming are coming to bear and some real policy differences and, and real differences in the appreciation of the threat. Uh, you know, the Israelis are facing a, uh, uh, a genocidal uh, administration in Gaza, Hamas, uh, was elected by the people. Uh, Hamas uh, is, is uh, educating children in the, in the third grade to, to kill Jews. Uh, they have a sworn enemy of Israel to, to abolish it, along with uh, some other states, such as Iran. So Netanyahu feels like he's justified, based on what's happened and what he knows they want to have happen, in taking a very hard line. Um, and he doesn't quite, you know, understand why the Americans Americans don't support that, uh, and 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 really back him privately. Now publicly, he doesn't mind the U.S. saying, "Hey, we're about a two-state thing. We love the Palestinians. We we want everybody to be treated equally." But uh, he, I think, expects a lot more support privately, which he's not getting, and uh, it's it's causing some concern among uh, the, all the other officials in Israel, but Netanyahu is uh, holding firm, and he knows he has only a limited amount of time to uh, try to finish off the battalions, the remaining active battalions of Hamas that are down in Rafah, uh, and he wants to do it while he still can. Got it. Well, Tom McCoy, former Assistant Secretary of the Air Force, thank you so much for filling in the American people on a Sunday morning, and we'll catch up with you again real soon. Sounds great. Good to be with you, Kath, as always. Thank you.